Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And uh, Alex... I love What's up, your bro? premise what? for this opening segment. Oh, uh, well, here's the thing. I saw this article today, and it, in er, I saw it actually over the weekend, and I thought, I have to talk about this on Monday because I don't know if it's true. And there's this article written on TopGear.com, which you and I both are fans of Top Gear. We've yes. watched Top Gear for years. And I saw this, and I said, this is ridiculous. The, t- the headline is, Will Coronavirus Make Us More Courteous Drivers? Now, they're, they're teeing off of something that is also out there, another, another theory about our society, and that is that coronavirus has made us nicer. And, I, and for now, I'm willing to go along with that. I know we're all doing things Ethan, very have differently. Ethan, have you met and, anybody who's gotten nicer during all this? But here's there's where, no, here's there's where. no way. I'm not saying that people are like, oh, Alex, how are you today? I'm not talking about <laughs> I don't that. mean flirting with me more. I'm talking about. That's a given. I'm talking about just the natural fact, and this is why I go along with it, the natural fact that we have been forced to think about other people a little bit more recently. Yes. No, I you know, agree. We've been, we've, we've been forced, and we're expected to take other people's health, other people's safety into account in new ways and more vigorously than we did in the past. And so that's why I'm willing to, for now, go along with the idea that coronavirus is making us nicer. There's no way. But is it making us, this is the assertion of top, of top Gear, could it also make us better drivers? And the answer is no, because, uh, it, because people can be nice all day long. We may have even gotten nicer as a society. But when we get in cars, we are totally different people. And I will say, too, since there have been way more open roads, how many times, look, what was it, a week and a half ago, there was that story about how we have all these super speeders here in the state of Utah. Ethan, this year... In Utah, there have been twenty over 2,700 people that have been ticketed for driving over 100 miles an hour. That is a huge increase. So, just from the pure numbers, do you think that do you take that as do you take that as okay? So that's a 145 percent increase, which which is crazy to think that normally 1,500 people or so are still. Driving over fifty or, well, or over hundred miles an hour, getting caught, right? And so getting caught those are the ones that. that just get the tickets. Yeah. So almost three thousand people this year have been ticketed for uh, for going hundred miles an hour this year. That's an article came out today. Okay, and this is this is a real problem. Now, are you saying so, Ethan? Your assertion is, yeah, maybe they're driving a hundred a uh, hundred plus miles an hour, but they got a big old smile on their face and they got a they got a tune that they're whistling as they go down the. Uh, that they go down the road, they might be nicer. I have watched, and you could text us, 57500, uh, the Nightside Project, this is our version of investigative journalism, 
barely doing any investigating, but just wondering what the, the average person who's listening to our show might be uh, experiencing. I have watched people. I've been more frustrated with people on the road. I've watched people drive way more fast. I have gotten a speeding ticket during the pandemic, Ethan. Mm, how fast were you going? 84 in a 75. Now, he knocked it down. Or she was, knocked it. Where was the 70? Where was the 75? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere here in the state of Utah? No, it was... Uh, I can't remember what it, where it was, actually. I mean, I remember where it was, but I'm, I'm trying, trying to, think, to think. I'm trying to think if it was 80... Maybe it was... Hold on. I thought it was either 84 and a 75 or 81 and a 70. Either way, it was 11 over, I think, and it was... Well, where were she you? knocked it you down to... remember where you were. Yeah, I was on I-15. On I-15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it must be... because so it was I, 70. I think, so it was I, think 70. I, said, I think I-15 is 70 and 80. Right, so she did... No, a, yeah, so now I'm thinking about no, it. No, I it's don't 11, know. It was 11 over. Whatever it was, she knocked it down to 5 over. Very I'm nice I'm going to Google it. Are Either there way... parts of I-15... Dear Google, are there parts of I-15 okay. that are... 75 It's either miles 84 and a 75 or 81 and a 70. Either way, it was 11 over. She knocked it down to 5 over. Very nice of her, like I mm-hmm. said. But I'm telling you, I don't, I don't go. I don't. There's never a time where I can commute in and go 81 in North Salt Lake. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just not a time. But there is now when there's nobody on the road. This was like in April. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're doing story. They're having all these stories about people going 100. On Monday, police are. That's today. Police arrested an 18-year-old man they say was traveling 135 miles an hour, at least on a motorcycle. They arrested a woman in your county, Ethan, Millard County, 125 miles an hour. We used to own Millard County. A lot of people don't know that. People think <laughs> it was named sold, for Millard Fillmore now. You sold a lot of uh, shares of that, of that county. Yeah. My, my whole thing is this. We are speeding more than we've ever sped, and I don't think that that and, – and I would just say – that I guarantee that we are grumpier than we've been on the road. You think so? Yes, I have I seen people seen be the same thing. Yes, but because I you know what happens with people speed. Other they they get mad at other people for not getting out of the way in time. They yeah. get mad. They get upset at people for passing on the right. They, you know, there's a lot of all sorts of things that end up happening from the speeding. It's that there is more grumpiness on the road, and, and I don't think it's made us. It should make us nicer. We should be more courteous on the road because there are fewer people out there, and you're not going to have as many. Uh, because what what frustrates you on the road the most? Usually being late and 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 come on, come on, come on! I gotta go. Let's go, let's go, let's go! And trying to get past people, but you haven't really had that. The the the, the traffic hasn't been nearly as bad, and yet they've reported more accidents, which also makes us more grumpy. They've reported more tickets, which means we are driving faster. We're driving more wild. I don't think we've become nicer drivers. Uh, we got a few people that texted in in Southern Utah County. It's seventy five miles an hour between Spanish Fork and Santa Quin. Basically, Santa it ramps you up to eighty. Yeah, it gets you so it goes yeah, seventy, yeah, yeah. then seventy five, then mm-hmm. eighty. Is that where you were? No. So it must have been. It was eighty one and a seventy. That must have been it. Yeah. 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 So that I just remember it. it was eleven over. So here's the deal. I just want to know if if you and I want you to do a self check on this too. Have you been nicer on the road during all this? Five seven five zero zero. I want to make an admission of guilt for Ethan. He is <laughs> <laughs> Ethan is a an admitted horn honker, like way over the top. Mm. If you drive with Ethan, he will honk at anybody for any reason, and he gets upset. Quick. I honk at the police. I honk at pedestrians. <laughs> it's a lot of honking. My going favorite on. thing is when I see someone crossing the crosswalk, like maybe several hundred yards ahead. Right, I'll just lay on the lay horn. on the horn. 
Even and if you've they, got a red light. I'll even slow if you have a red down, light. too. I'll slow down, too, right? So oh, I'll slow yeah. down. I'll, buy, I'll, I'll comply with the law. I'll stop. But I just love that moment of insecurity with the pedestrian. Ethan they don't will know. lay on the horn against anybody. Now, he's, notorious, he's notoriously uh, not a fan of confrontation. And that's mm-hmm. what's interesting about all this, too, is that let's say you get grumpy. That's why I'm I run willing from the to police, say, too. I, yeah, that's why Ethan's <laughs> like like always on the run. I'm no, the best driver. Here's the thing. Here's what's interesting about it. If somebody got out of their car... And wanted to like, you know, they wanted to to give me a piece of their mind. I'd roll my window up and be like, whoa, 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 social distance, bro. Mm-hmm. I would not want a stranger walking up to my car. And normally, you might walk up to a car and and uh, and yell at somebody. Normally, Ethan, right? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't happen nearly as much now because we're avoiding contact with other people. So yeah. as they've talked about, how many people have been arrested for? It's not just the speeding. It's failure to stop, reckless driving tickets. Uh, driving without insurance, driving with their uh, with the uh, what's it called? The registration expired. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these things have been have have in, all increased. Okay, and this is also an interesting time too because they had a, for a moment where they put a moratorium on the uh, or they put a pause on you needing to get your registration redone because the DMVs were a mess. And I think they probably still are, but I, or I think that you know trying to get your registration done at a place that's trying to stay. Uh, on top of it, when it comes to being safe with COVID nineteen, you might have fewer places like that. So yeah. we've increased tickets. We've increased not just speeding tickets, but reckless driving. I don't think that means that we're being nicer on the road. We should mm. be nicer, but I guarantee we're not. Well, it's an interesting theory. I haven't seen it, but I don't drive as much as you. Mm. You drive way more than I do right now. So I, I, I in fact rarely drive on the freeway. And on the surface street, everything on the surface streets, everything seems normal, just a little lighter. Okay, now look at this. Just fewer cars. A little. Okay, now look at this. Fewer cars. Why don't you guys talk about the violence and the protests across the country instead of acting like driving is the issue? Well, now that's interesting. Why? I'm I'm saying this. We've seen more. This this article, without any other justification, just assumes that we could be nicer on the road, or that we might be nicer on the road now that we've had coronavirus kind of go through. And the answer is no. The answer is this texture is exactly right. We are way more uptight right now about everything. Everything is putting us on edge. Everything is making us more anxious. And it translates in the car in the worst way. You mm. become the worst person. When it, it, some people become the worst version of themselves, Ethan included, on the road because, this, because they get I'm behind awesome the car. On the road. You get behind the wheel of your car and you're a totally different person. I don't know who you are anymore. You're like uh, Large Marge from uh, from Pee Wee Herman. You get that <laughs> <In> weird charge. <laughs> you get that you get that uh, that weird face going on. I just think that a lot of folks, when you see this article in the Deseret News today about how about almost three thousand people being ticketed for going over a hundred a hundred miles an hour, that, that number is shocking to me. It's and, insane. And isn't it? So I'm looking at this. Is this? Uh... Okay, no, this is each year from January to July 22nd. All right, so this graph does show. So in Market 2018, increase. by this time, they had about 1,900. But in 2019, by this time, they had just over 2,000. In 2020, this year, we almost 2,800. 3,000. Yes. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and that, that is surprising. Yes. Some, you're right. I the, think ro- the roads right, are more something. open. Yeah. The roads are more open, and people are driving wild. So Maybe I just want to say don't care. Maybe it's a little PSA just... for you out there. Maybe we value life less than we did before. <laughs> maybe we're just like reckless. We're like, who cares? Everything just stinks. Maybe maybe the coronavirus has just let us all know that death is around the corner. Why fight it? 
We're going to have a consumer news when we come back. We're going to come back from uh, this break here. We got a couple things. Plus, the stimulus, uh, we're getting a little bit closer to that stimulus showing up uh, uh, back at your house again. You know what that means? I bet Steve Stimulus I bet Steve Stimulus Barn is going to find another uh, another way to start advertising on this uh, station again using your stimulus checks just out at his place. When we come back though, are you in the mood to buy season tickets for next year's jazz season? Are you in the mood to buy your snowbird pass for next season already? Mm. Or do you just want to put all that stuff on hold? These companies are hoping that you go forward as usual. And they're offering some incentives. Stay with us. The Nightside Project continues right here on KSL News Radio. Nightside credibility, also absurd news. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard. He's Alex Keery. Uh, we have a uh, we have a little bit of a uh, a bit of homework, and that is that uh, I assigned Ethan. If if the twelve hundred dollars stimulus, now if you're married, you get. If you're married, you get twelve hundred uh, joint filing. I think it was going to be. They mm-hmm. were saying if it was, if your household income was less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, right? And then it's like twelve hundred per kid up to three kids too. So it's an insane amount of, of stimulus again, uh, to be coming your way. But the average American if, could be getting twelve hundred bucks if you're single and filing, or if you filed your taxes in twenty nineteen. Uh, and so you have to start thinking about what that 1200 bucks is going to be. So I want you to start thinking about it because next segment, Ethan and I, I gave Ethan this assignment to go on to KSL Classifieds because mm-hmm. I want to keep that money here local. Okay, Ethan, just in yeah. case, as a little, as a little uh, form of practice, I, we're going on to KSL Classifieds and we're, we're going to, and, and each of us get $1,200 mm-hmm. and we're going to find the coolest things for 1200 bucks. Yep. And the best group of of cool things for 1200 bucks wins all right okay so you can play along you can text in what you'd be buying online i'm i did some actual uh ksl classified shopping just a few minutes ago and i think i have a pretty good list so it's got to be 1200 bucks right on the money too it can't be 1160 it's got to be right on you got to get it right to a 1200 so that's coming up in just a little bit ethan are you one of those people now we're season ticket holders in my house for byu football I don't know what that's going to look like this year. I think we're I, going to get. I predict that uh, you're going to use those tickets less often than you normally do. I think so that's too. Going to be my prediction. Yes, you know what? And you're a smart guy. But here's the thing: is a lot of these companies, the Jazz, for example, are already offering up season tickets for next year. Snowbird, they do this every year. They go, "Hey, why don't you go ahead and uh, float in a little bit early and start getting your season pass now? Get it going right. right now." But. They, the thing is, is that now companies are finding that consumers are hoping that everything gets better in the future. They can't wait to go to a jazz game or snowbird in the future. And they are buying these things because these companies are offering them up and giving them a little, a little bit of a discount. Are you one of those people, Ethan, that looks at this and goes, I want to spend uh, X amount of dollars on season passes or whatever it might be? Would you... Would you look for opportunities to spend in the future, like, you know, a Lagoon season pass for next year, maybe not this yeah. year? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I, I guess, yes, I would. I'm not really in the market for stuff like that because I've got a couple other financial priorities that i got to kind of get handled this year. But, yes, in general, I, I would be up for something like that. But I would want some kind of assurance because if they're going to offer me – a discounted price to move forward with a commitment for this fall. 
Okay. For example, Snowbird. And Snowbird is actually doing this, right? They're they're offering me a, a really good discount saying, hey, if you put money on the table for the next season, we all know that, that we don't know what's going to happen. If you, put, if you put some money down, we'll give you a really good deal. Great. Problem is, though, what if it doesn't work out? Snowbird's actually doing a, a COVID promise where they say, among other we things. We promise that you won't get it if you come to our <laughs> resorts this, this winter. It's uh, a promise among, that we want to keep with our Snowbird season pass holders. Uh, among the among the different things that they talk about is they say that they will give you a future purchase credit if Snowbird is shut down for a period of 30 days or more. Right. Then then they'll give you credit towards, I guess, the following season's tickets. And and I would certainly want something like that to be in place because I would hate to put money down on something for this fall and then have it, you know, and then have it not be available to me. Well, right? and that's a, and that's the thing is that like. Um BYU's uh, first home game and I think second home game have been uh, eliminated already. You know, out of their first five mm-hmm. games that they have, or their first four games they have on the schedule, they you know they've they've eliminated two of those home games. And you know, I don't know how they're going to do it. They they mentioned while we were in the renewal process because they hit me up pretty early and they said, "Hey, uh, you're going to re- if you want to keep your tickets, you got to renew." And I was like, and this is like late March of 2020 that they're asking me like hey go ahead and renew your season tickets and i was like hey listen what happens though like i'm i think it's weird that we're we're kind of uh, aggressively going at this and asking me for the season ticket that season ticket money and they're like well if anything happens you yeah we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way we'll make it right that was that was the thing they kept saying well we're gonna make it right we're gonna make it right well you know and the problem is is that's fine except for we don't have anything uh actually that will say that in writing. It doesn't say, "Hey, yeah, if you're if any of these games get canceled," because there's just been no such thing as these games being canceled before. I've had my kids like sports leagues that are like, "Thank you so much for signing your kid up," and just letting you know, you can donate your the money that you signed them up with because we're not going to have a season. But you can <laughs> donate that hundred twenty dollars that you already gave us if you'd like. And I get it; these companies are trying to stay afloat. I get it, but it well, was but it's just hard. I think, yeah, yeah, it is hard. But, you know, it's something to think about, though. And and consider this also with your favorite companies. If there's a company out there that you're really committed to, you got to realize that even big companies um, don't necessarily have deep pockets. And, right, they live paycheck to paycheck, so to speak. Yeah, and if and if that revenue dries up, they may make a ton of money in profit. Mm-hmm. But you know, where does that profit go? Well, it's probably not your concern. It's not the employee's concern. That that money's gone. And when that new revenue drives up, uh, it, you know, all those billions of dollars that they may have made over the last several years. Um, well, it's not available to the company because it's already gone into someone else's bank account. It's not available anymore to the company. Past profits are not usually kept in the company like that and uh except for certain things and so they may have a they may have uh access to debt they may have access to you know borrowing money but boy it's it's really easy for a company to look at uh even just a few weeks lost revenue and say well i guess no one works here anymore because we can't afford to pay you uh, even even massively profitable companies that have just made people yeah, but rich. what would you what you know what i would pre-buy you know what i would pre-buy because I buy it, because I buy it already, and if I could go in and kind of essentially like a like cashing in your punch card, mm-hmm. oh, you know, what? oh, oh, this is Ethan McDonald's needs to hire me. I would start pre-selling McRibs for twenty twenty one. Oh my, goodness. you know what I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. So you start selling that McRib. You start selling like a uh, a punch card for ten McRibs for twenty twenty one. I'm in because what it does is then McDonald's goes, hey, sometime in twenty twenty one. And they've got that purchasing power by me buying that essentially the McRib season ticket. And you get and you get a a twenty twenty one McRib at twenty twenty McRib <laughs> that's, prices. That's exactly. Did you say pig prices? <laughs> <laughs> at twenty twenty pig prices. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Right. Things that you didn't think you'd hear on the radio today. Twenty twenty pig prices. McRib mm-hmm. season tickets. McRib season tickets are the way. Are the way that the future of fast food need to go? Yeah, because I agree. Because here's the thing: people think to themselves, "Oh, I mean, they want the McRib right now, but they also like the idea of future McRib, and they also like the idea of, oh, I can maybe work off some of this these extra pounds, and then I'll be McRib ready for 2021." Uh, here's someone. Someone texted in. They tried to pay the balance of their uh, season football tickets, but uh, they say they're not accepting payments right now. Oh, you know what's? But see, that's the thing is, is that. Um, it's probably because I did it. They, they, they hunted me down in late March and they said, well, you can pay it now. Uh, but then your seats are going to be guaranteed. And then they punted and said, well, uh, we're going to give you till April 15th now. But I said, it's fine. I'll pay for it now. I'm fine too. And then if refunds happen or when refunds happen, they happen if the games don't happen. And then they said they would just if, – if something ended up happening and the whole season got canceled, it would basically just roll around to the next season. Does that make sense? These, yeah, were, all, yeah. these were all guesses, though, being made by the ticket rep that I was talking to in uh, late March. So, Well, everyone's, uh, everyone's operating under the assumption that at some point football will come back online. Yes, and that's, just like McRibs will be back in 2021 right. at some point. And that, and that has opened up wallets, right? That has, that has had people, encouraged people to, you know, who have season passes every year at Snowbird or, or who are ticket holders with BYU football. It's encouraged them to open their wallets because they know, well, you know what? I don't know what it's going to look like this year, but at least I've got it down for the following year. And we'll certainly be back by then. And uh, which is some famous last words, but <laughs> uh, I'm but here sure we are. we'll be fine. I'm We've sure made we'll a fine. lot of promises in 2020 that haven't come true, and we're all used to it now. That's my thing. That's my new. new that's my New Year's resolution: empty hey, promises because everybody's okay with them now. Can I give everyone a heads up? This yeah. text just came in: yes. ladder in the road on I-15 southbound near Point of the Mountain. So if you're headed south on I-15 to the Point of the Mountain, you watch out. Ladder in the road. Oh, uh, it's the worst. When you see that, when you see something fly up, and then you mm-hmm. got to get out of the way insane all right yeah taking the break here we'll come back more to go when we return oh steve stimulus barn making a return apparently they have a second location now that's how popular steve stimulus barn has gotten with the stimulus check stay with us right here on ksl news radio it's the nightside project this is the nightside project look at the size of that boy's heat i'm not kidding it's like an orange on a toothpick nightside on ksl a limited edition summer season it's summer now they told me this would be temporary it cannot end soon enough the nightside project with ethan millard and alex carey streaming live on alexa and on ksl news radio at 102.7 fm all right, welcome back to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard. He's Alex Keery. And uh, everyone, celebrate good times. Come on. We oh, all were waiting you to should, see. You should have prepped me. I could have had Cool in the Gang ready. Come on. We were all waiting to see 
What was going to be included in the Republican version of the new coronavirus stimulus package? We're all waiting to see what they were going to throw in there, right? And because it was kind of hinged on that to see how sweet that paycheck was going to be. Well, we found out today, according to both uh, officials at the White House and in Congress, that the Republican stimulus uh, package is going to include a new round of $1,200 checks for taxpayers. And you know what's great about this? This is what? free money that me. no one will ever have to account for <laughs> anyway. That's great. I don't know why we don't do this all the time. Like every six months, a new round of stimulus checks. Oh, my I don't know goodness. why we never did this. Anyway, it's coming uh, coming to a bank account near you. So we think the second round of stimuli, the stim, second round of stimuli, are uh, are are coming our way. So I prefer stimulus. <laughs> stimulus. Well, you know, stimulus with, with the uh, with the advent of a of a possible stimulus in the works. Uh, Steve Stimulus Barn in West Valley, of course, uh, one of our great new advertisers here on KSL News Radio. Uh, Steve Stimulus Barn. They haven't just had a smashing success. They've had uh, such success that they've opened a second location. Uh, just in time for you to be ready to get that $1,200 to your house. Here's uh, here's the newest location for Steve Stimulus Barn here. Hey there, Utah, America. We're at it again. Round two of the $1,200 stimulus checks heading your way. Steve Stimulus Barn going to open up a second location now in Magna to serve all your stimulus needs to... So everything is conveniently priced at, you guessed it, $1,200. Laptops, $1,200. Food rehydrator, if you want your food wet again, $1,200. He-Man figurines, PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3. Tape them together, you get PlayStation 5, $1,200. A trampoline shaped like Bermuda Triangle, $1,200. Stairmaster, they let you walk down the stairs instead of going up because it's too hard, $1,200. Steve, I need my knees replaced. You might be saying to yourself, what can you do? The second opinion on your torn meniscus, $1,200. Magenta mattress, more comfortable than purple mattress, $1,200. Two tickets to Mazatlan, not Mexico, Mazatlan, Ohio, $1,200. Steve Stimulus Barn, you don't have to go anywhere else with that stimulus money over there. Come on in at uh, one of our two locations and we'll take care of you. West Valley, or our newest place, is that one building that almost fell over during the earthquake out here in Magna. <laughs> There you go, old Steve's and, back uh, at it, man. Uh, uh, Steve Stimulus Barn look, coming through the first, again. They're the first ones with, with the PS5, bro. Hey, man, look, uh, this guy's this guy's <laughs> one of our great entrepreneurs. <laughs> he's been he's been he's been uh, you know he's been changing the face of technology for years, man. I mean, uh, I didn't know there was a stairmaster you could get going down. Get this mm. get the stairmaster get the stairmaster that makes you do the steps down. That's well, good, man. Works the works the upper part of the quads, bro. I think it's so smart. I hate going upstairs. I only like going downstairs. Yeah, and if you I don't want to get like, as winded, you know. And I feel like the exercise must be at least as oh, good. Absolutely. Now, uh, inspired by Steve Stimulus Barn, we decided, you know what? Let's find some things that we could spend our stim stimulus money Stimuli. on. <laughs> stimulus money, right? And. Uh, and so we went to KSL.com, yes. to the classifieds, and we were each tasked with coming up with uh, various <laughs> items that came out to $1,200. Because uh, you're not going to get, it's just $1,200. Right. right. So it can't be $1,205. can't right. be, it's uh, $1,200. We so, don't want it to be 1100 and go, I'm going to save $100. That's not what this no, is no, about. No. We don't save you're trying here to in America. Look, you're trying, to stimu you're trying to stimulate your neighbor's economy, too, look, all right? We didn't have the kind of economy that can dish out stimulus checks by saving. <laughs> All right, that's not how you get there. So we already oh, know. Oh my goodness, we already so, know. 
Well, here's the thing. So I went on today, and I actually found I thought this was uh, I thought this was this might be a good investment because I, I think that people are nervous about uh, mm-hmm. about all this. So we were talking about we were talking about tickets, right? To the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I went on I went online and I found a quarter season ticket. Okay, mm. quarter yes, two quarter season tickets uh, for the Utah Jazz. All right now. And here's the thing. So it, it's going to be 11 games of the Jazz's home schedule. Okay. They're uh, section 119, row two. So these are pretty good. All right. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, though. I don't want to get both of them, and I would technically go over my $1,200. So I'm only going to buy one of the season tickets. Okay. Right? How much is that? 660 All right. 660 so You know, the devil's in the details with that <laughs> I know. in terms of like who yes. gets what game. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, they and and th- what they do is they even said in the thing so it's six hundred sixty bucks they they hold the draft before every season to select games, and there are eleven rounds of the draft and I think that's pretty fun just like it's a random thing they don't go well I got these games and these and these guys get these games it's like you get to go and you get to have this fun draft with a bunch of strangers of who gets the tickets mm-hmm. to which games so cool six hundred and sixty of my dollars have already gone to that what's the okay. first item you thought of um, I'm at six sixty I'm writing it down here was massive palmated wild Montana eight-point elk shed. <laughs> oh, wait, now those, those, now listen, a bull elk, uh, you know, some antlers, the, the shed antlers, are they're expensive. Yeah. you They're not the full $1,200, are they? It's $1,200. No, it isn't. <laughs> I'm done. Actually, oh, my in the goodness. spirit of fair, I actually put together a, uh, uh, a realist. Okay, you did put together. But a I realist. did buy. But, but I shed. Attempted. But listen, because what's interesting is you bought you bought some bull, elk bull sheds. I mm-hmm. actually my second item is actually located in Payson, and it is a used shed. Mm. Yes, not 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 antler sheds. So my second item for six hundred and forty dollars is uh is a shed it's a quality custom shed eight by 12 a frame boom nice now i just need to put that in my backyard so i'll have that and a season ticket to the jazz games and i'll have a place to put my lawnmower now what's all up? right here's one everyone needs it. i've been looking at sheds too <laughs> see everybody during the um, look your stimulus money and here's the thing it goes to a local person this guy in, this guy in patient for example mm-hmm. so we're just passing the money around and stimulating our local economy i don't yeah. want to send it off to amazon or or uh, Chinese Amazon, whatever that. What's the Chinese Amazon called? Um, Quibi. What no, is it? Uh, it's um, Alibaba. Alibaba. Yeah, I don't want. That's the last place you want American stimulus dollars. Is headed oh, over to Chinese dome. Amazon. Yeah. Nobody Heavens wants dome. that. Come on. All right, you ready? Have, mm-hmm. Here's my first thing. Okay, let me hear. Now, my first thing. I I took a big chunk out of mine out of mine too. This is five hundred dollars, <laughs> and it's a three thousand gallon bladder. It's a th- okay. That's all it says. Three thousand gallon bladder. Okay. So I look at the description. For, for the what? description for what? is. What do you do? What do you fill it up with? The description is three thousand gallon bladder. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm assuming that goes under your home and it's just filled full of 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 gasoline. 
so that you can, you know, in case uh, in case gas gets scarce, well, you can just store it under your house. I'll tell you this. So I clicked on, because all it says is 3,000-gallon gallon bladder. Yeah. Description, 3,000-gallon bladder. So I clicked <laughs> on I said, well, maybe I'll look at his other stuff. So, so yeah, I what, on, what's the other stuff they're selling? A 1,000-gallon bladder and what? No, a fire truck. Okay. <laughs> That's missing, presumably, the 3,000-gallon bladder, bladder, right? 3,000-gallon <laughs> fire truck, no bladder. Needs bladder. Needs bladder. But how much, is the, truck, how much is the fire truck? How well, much it's is the out of my price range. It's 14500 Oh, oh yeah. That's, so. Whoa. We'd have to combine 10-plus of our friends to get that stimulus. Out going. of my price range. Yeah, so I'm yeah. at 500 bucks. Where are you right now? I'm I'm done. I bought the shed and the and the jazz oh, season ticket. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, geez, I had more fun than you did. Well, all right. So that's five hundred bucks. One? I also found Chevy GMC van seats. Whoa, those are hundred dollars. Now, where are you going to put front those? Bucket the, seats. Are you going to put those in the theater room at the no, man, that's, household? That's lawn furniture. That's okay. lawn furniture. <laughs> It's got two front buckets, mom and dad. <laughs> mom and dad. Uh, and then two shorter middle bench seats, one long and one short. Are there any cup holders you can pull out of those seats or what's no, going on? No, no cup holders. Yeah. Seat belts you included? Have, you have to set your Diet Coke can in the grass. Um, next up, so this is $175. That was $175. A computerized Scenic Wonder Information kiosk. <laughs> it is the kiosk from... Logan Canyon. There you go. Where it's a touch screen and you can peruse the scenic wonders, parks, and forests of Logan Canyon. In and uh, so it's th- in good was condition. It, was it formerly like at the mouth of the canyon or yeah, something? Yeah, it's asking one hundred seventy-five dollars. Nice. Yeah. So, I so thought where that was are you at? Awesome. Where are you at? Uh, money wise. Oh, money. So I had five hundred, a hundred, and one hundred seventy-five. Hey, not bad. And then uh, this next one is for three hundred dollars. Another okay. big chunk. An airplane crankshaft. Oh. The- so I look at this description. It says, do not know what this came out of. Selling as is. Was going to use as a mailbox post okay. or yard art. So I thought, you know what? I've already got the van seats. I bet the crankshaft would fit right into that motif. For sure it would. So I'm with the van with the, uh, with the uh, crankshaft. Uh, and then, so where am I now? So I, I, I don't know. I haven't been adding it up for you. So, um, all right. Here's one for $6. Men's shorts. I tried to come up with a few small things <laughs> to kind of fill in the last little bit. Men's shorts. Men's shorts okay. like new. Hold on. You can participate, by the way, via text, 57500. Somebody actually texted in and said, my mom lost her uh, My mom lost her uh, dachshund. So buy our brand new one exactly $1,200. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, you could. that's a good thing you could yeah, do. Yeah, oh, yeah. So uh, we have three men's shorts that are like new, lightly used, worn maybe three times. <laughs> that's, the gray short, that thing's been worn 48 times. They say three. They've been worn so much. Uh, the gray short has a 38-inch waist. The light tan of Levi shorts a 36-inch waist. You oh. know what this is. This is a story of a dude that lost weight. Right. Uh, and then finally. I'd put it in my story. I'd go. Waist now a 32, can't use these fat person pants. And then I don't know how close <laughs> really, I am to... <laughs> to really put yourself on there, you know? I don't know how close I am to 1,200, but anything left I'm going to use up with these. A dollar a piece, <laughs> free used tires, great for landscaping. Oh, uh, great for landscaping. You cut those so, things open, you got yourself a border. Yeah, so right. I thought that looked great with the crankshaft and the chairs. Let's take the break. The We're going to come back. we got to come back. we got more to go right around the corner. Keep your... Uh, Things you'd buy with your stimulus money coming into 57500. What Google is going to do with remote workers. And will that be the model for how we treat things going forward here in the future? What are you doing at your work? 57500, the Nightside Project continues right here on KSL News Radio. Nightside, we are all friends here. 
The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Geary. Thanks so much for jumping in with us. We really appreciate it. Glad to hear that there are no delays down there from that ladder in the road. Hopefully that means that that uh, mm. they didn't hurt anybody because, boy, those things. And ladders, man, ladders are the culprits. It's always ladders. Ladders and couches. Oh. And yeah. diapers. The uh, diapers? Is that what you just said? Hmm? Did you say diapers? And diapers, yeah. Wow. In the road? Yeah, like little bags, little bags of garbage like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something. I'm calling your bluff on the diapers in the road. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> I've never seen a lot of diapers in the road. Uh, other people uh, texting in uh, what they would spend their stimulus money on. <laughs> right. And the, the, uh, well, Daniel Daniel took a swipe at the uh, he took a swipe at at at, uh, at stimulus Steve's idea of the PS5 to have a PS2 and a three taped together. He said, why would somebody spend 1200 bucks on a PS5 when they could get an actual game console like an Xbox One? And I was like, I don't get that joke, but Ethan probably would. Yeah, man, it's because PlayStations are for teenagers. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people right now that are uh, upset. There's a, uh, it's, like, it's, like when, it's like when you make fun of somebody with an Android phone. Oh, I've got something I want to write into Carousel. <laughs> I'm gonna get a couple of letters in the mail from uh, from somebody. All right, Some, we got some. We have a few texts though coming in what on do you things have? that you're gonna spend that stimulus what check you, on. What do you have? Someone says they can use it to pay rent, food, or medicine. There so you go. obviously very prudent. Keeping it local, that's good. Someone else says a concrete slab on the side of the house, finishing the RV pad. Oh, Yay. see, that's pretty right. cool. And there's somebody. Look, there's a couple things going on there. RVs are very popular, so maybe you bought an RV, getting going, and then you're paying some local person to get that. Get that concrete slob. Na- slob. <laughs> well, you're at least probably buying bags of concrete at your local Home, home Depot. <laughs> that could be true. I could uh, be true. I just but, assumed they'd be like me and would not be able to pour their own concrete slab. You know what's interesting, though? And and I, and I just, I just want to kind of make an observation here to address what – because very few people are really addressing this. And, and as, as far as I can tell – Liberals we're, and conservatives alike have, have lapped up this money. We're the only show. We're and, the and, only show that's talking about it. And, we're the only I show talking about it. And I don't. I don't mean to pretend that um, these payments are frivolous or not necessary or anything. Like that I'm not, I'm not trying to. We we've cracked a few jokes because this is so different from what we normally see. <laughs> um, but I think though the one thing that conservatives ought to keep their eye on is this growing conversation over universal basic income. Because uh, for a lot of people, these stimulus checks have validated that idea that giving money to people stimulates the economy. And in the past, what we saw is we saw the trickle-down theory, which is where if you gave money to rich people through the form of tax cuts, for example, then that would trickle down. They would create jobs with that money. Well, now we're starting to see formed on the other side this kind of new theory. Well, if you put, if you give money to people at street level, they will invest in their local economy. That will spur the economy forward, generate jobs. And so this is something that was addressed uh, very seriously by Andrew Yang, who was one of the presidential candidates on the Democratic side this year. And a lot of people are looking at these stimulus checks saying, well, you know what? Maybe there's room and oh, maybe this the validates the he's idea. The guy, he's the guy who wanted those. Um, he wanted you to get paid for all the for, the idea was you'd be getting paid for basically having your information out there that's already out there. You know, all these companies take your info and they take it for free from you. 
and then they get paid on it on selling it back and forth. Well, that was that was one of his concepts. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. The other, is, but it was it was basically, but it was basically a monthly check for that. Sure, sure, and and it's uh, um, and it's. I'm not saying that's the best way to go. I'm just trying to kind of point out and say, hey, when you spend this money, <laughs> just know the conversation that's going on with it, mm. and be prepared for it because boy, it's going to come. Uh, it's going to be a serious one in the next couple of years, I think. Uh, someone texting in, I'll sell you a slightly used freeway ladder for $1,200. A uh, freeway ladder is about like a uh, – yeah, freeway ladder is uh, – freeway ladder is longer than it was originally. So that's – you got that going for you. It's stretched mm-hmm. out just a little bit. Might be missing, missing a couple a few parts steps. here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw – speaking of debris in the road – I was on the freeway today and just, you know, ride on one of those. And, and I'm, I'm assuming it got there not not because it was, uh, you know, we were all lucky, but somebody probably hit it and then enough people hit it to where it was just right in the middle of the lane. Or not in the middle of the lane. It was in the middle of the lines on the HOV lane. Mm-hmm. So that's a place where people can avoid it and just not have to really leave the lane or anything oh, for good. it. It was between those two double white lines, and it was probably a – one foot by one foot by one foot um chunk of 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 uh of concrete you oh know, it was my just, just a little bit bigger than a cinder block but it looked like it was asphalt and i was like oh pff, someone's gonna hit that thing and it is gonna just ruin their day oh yeah it's I gonna mean, be I think completely if my gonna... car hits that thing i it my car will be totaled by my insurance there's it, the entire underbelly of my car will be ripped up all the way you know what i mean like no oil pan, all those things. So, you know, those are the kinds of things that don't just create a problem on the road. They ruin cars. So whatever you drop on the freeway and go, eh, I guess we lost it on the freeway somewhere. You know, in Ethan's case, his diapers apparently that he left on the road. These are these are real problems for people. Mm-hmm. So pick up your diapers, would you? Uh, on, okay. Man. Millard, I'm glad we had that talk. Uh, we've Oh, darn it. We got to get to Google at some point and what they're going to be doing next year. Okay. We'll come back. We got Ethan's headlines. We're going to sneak in that Google what they're going to do with their two hundred thousand employees through next year. Trying to figure out, or through at least uh, halfway through next year, a year from now, how they're going to be handling their uh, their current work system. What are you doing at your office? Are they going to are they bringing you guys back yet? Are they keeping you guys at home if you can? Stay with us. Five seven five zero zero is the text number. More to go. News, traffic, and weather right now on KSL News Radio. Side project. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? The past then. When? Just now. We're it now now. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It is a little weird to be back here doing this. Yeah, the weird part's me taking your temperature before each show. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Hey, when we were talking about stuff that people, like stuff that's in the freeway mm-hmm. and things like that, like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty, uh, it's well documented that these things are massively dangerous on top of the fact that they slow you down at least. And we were talking about how if I would have hit that block on the freeway, you know, this big chunk of asphalt, massive, right? And my car is a small sedan and it's pretty low to the ground. And, uh, and, and, and this person texted and said, look, I totaled my car in May running over a five inch thick steel rod on I-15. Oh my goodness. 
I mean, the, the those things scare That'll me. Do it. I don't know if you know this either, but uh, Alema Harrington, who used to work here at KSL Five and is now on the uh, Utah Jazz Television Broadcast Team, uh, people know Alema. He had a he had a a like a, a two by four go through his window and hit him, and really hurt his it really hurt his shoulder. And if you if you've ever heard that story of his, it's crazy. Well, people get killed win- by for sure. Like went that. through I mean, his windshield and hit and and hit him. And you you know, a couple more inches to the left or right, you know, could have hit him in the head. Could have killed him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this person said. It was the best way to total a car. Insurance gave me what I paid for the car three years ago. And then there's this one that says, found a fridge last year on the freeway. Still in the package. Works like a champ. Free. $1,800. <laughs> it was. It's an $1,800. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think to myself, listen, if I saw a fridge, I don't think I would pull over and go, ooh, you know? And <laughs> I think it depends on where it was. Well, it said it still had the straps on it. And right. they were able to put the straps on it and take it home. Had a couple of dings on the bottom of it. That sounds like a Brandon. That sounds like something would happen to Brandon, right? Like one of our texters who always texts in the show. I feel like that would happen to him. I know this isn't Brandon, but I, I'm just saying. This one says they'd buy bulletproof vests for the for uh, cops in port in in what it says Porto po- Provo. I'm assuming they mean Porto uh, Portugal, Ethan. Mm, Porto Portugal, <laughs> probably. It's notorious. Uh, notorious. This, uh, this it's one notorious says, for the police not having bullets. This one vests. says uh, car repairs, new printer, and more toilet paper from Costco. So you can mm-hmm. send in your mm-hmm. what your next stimulus money. And maybe you're the person who said, "I saved the first round. This round, I'm buying a couple things that we need." Five seven five zero zero is the uh, is the text number. You know what else you might want to think about, um, and that is that uh, if that money is going to sit in the bank. Uh, there are a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of ways to invest that money. That's that's true. You know? Uh, Millard, I want to bring this up. Before you get to your headlines, All right. I wanted to bring up that, that uh, Google has announced that they are going to keep their 200,000 employees working remotely through July of 2021. Wow. That is a year from now, obviously. And uh, that is a massive announcement from a company that, look – Admittedly, Google is known for the campus that they have that they keep there in Northern California, mm-hmm. and uh, and then on top of that, they have offices you know all over the world. But they are going to keep their their employees working remotely through next year. And when a company like that makes a decision like that, everybody else takes notice and they start to reevaluate what they're doing. Now, in our business, it's hard to uh, have everybody work from home still. But I will say that our company is trying to figure out ways. For people to, uh, they've taken the at work surveys here, and people are like, "I would love to work like this indefinitely, where they could still do their work from home." Yeah, uh, I prefer coming into work, and our jobs are uh, pretty tough to do just from home. Uh, right. You know, not on a on a temporary basis. Uh, we can we can figure out how to broadcast from your house on a temporary basis, which is what we're doing, but it is not the preferred method, and it's not the most effective or the most cost effective uh, way of doing things either. But Keeping people at home to work is going to be what a lot of companies are going to do, and they're going to they're going to because they're trying to figure out ways to save money on lease. Well, on and this lease is money, where all that and, kind of stuff. And this is what I think is interesting about Google's announcement because uh, there are two things going on here. Number one, of course, is the coronavirus safety thing, right? But uh, that's a long way out. I mean, July of next year is a long yes. way to commit to at You're home. A full year for uh, right now. For right my two of my brothers work for companies, both of whom have indicated that they will be at home for foreseeable future, probably through the end of the year. And that's about as far what out as I've of, heard. What line of work are they in? One of them I know is in the tech industry, right? Yeah, they're both desk jobs. 
Okay. And um, and so, you know, uh, the end of the year is, is a pretty long ways out. But uh, next summer, you know what I think is happening? Uh, I think I think committing out to next summer shows that Google is doing a serious evaluation of their business practices. And they're going to roll out something like this permit. I mean, I, I think that they're trying to get a handle on whether this is going to be viable long term. And it could be massively, massively disruptive to um, to businesses, especially in real estate. Yes, commercial real estate would be a real problem if you're one of those people, you know, who works in that industry and you are noticing. This is something that I talked with somebody over the weekend who they own a lot of properties where uh, offices are leased from them. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we worry about what that's going to look like long term because there are these companies who do not they 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 look and they've they've been able to save money off of leases already by reducing their office space mm-hmm. and then some of them are looking straight up to just go I don't want an office space in this building. I'm going to find a small place where I can go and figure this out. And that's interesting to see Google say 200,000 employees are going to work remotely. Now, here's the question. Who's on the hook for the internet? Who's on the hook for because that you you've created an interesting scenario too where you're telling your people that they're working at home and then you've got the kids that you have to figure out. Well, and this is this is obviously going to be a boon for um, security, internet security, right? Because um, you're going to have to have many, many, many businesses are going to want their employees to have some kind of security at home, which means which means these companies, these security companies, are going to be called not just to uh, they're going to be called up and hired not just to secure a facility with 100 employees. They're going to have to secure 100 separate facilities, and so that's going to be huge. You know what else? The deliveries are going to continue to be a giant thing because um, now instead of the office manager running into run into uh, uh, Staples to get a new pack of uh, legal pads, you're having legal pads to deliver to everyone's residence and new pens and monitors, you know, whatever the case is. And so <laughs> I'm, delivering pen. I'm delivering pens to your to your home. This, uh, well, that's today. the case. You never think about you it because there's always an it. office manager that solution. handles that for you. I've got the solution. What? Every employee gets a McRib punch pass for 2021. Okay. That's first. Okay. That's mm-hmm. Those are incentives. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is you can put together a pretty simple package, right? Where you have like laptop and uh, some office needs, right? Like my wife with her work at home that she does out of home, like uh, she still is in, in an industry where she's got to print stuff off all the time. And so a printer was important for her uh, for work and obviously her computer and things like that. But uh, there are a lot of times where she's like, hey, if you're going by Walgreens, will you grab a, a thing of pens? And I'll be like. What what is this? What year is this? I'm buying pens for you at the drugstore, uh, and you know. But here's the thing: you could work out for each employee. Everybody gets seven pens. Look, how many pens do you really need? You know what I mean? Everybody gets seven. Everybody pens. That's patronizing. <laughs> but how many pens do you need? If so, if they can't, you've never that, even okay. worked, Ethan. You've never okay, finished Miller, a pen. You get seven you've pens. Never, you've never finished a pen from from top to bottom. You've never that done is it. Not true. I do you've that never, all the time. Oh, step back and I love. You know what? The, one of the internet trends has been during this on Reddit is people have been showing. Oh, these are all the pens I went through in law school. I'm like, I'm calling foul on that. You did not go through 74 pens in law school. I went through three in college. Okay, and they were only halfway done. The rest of the time, you find ones that are on the ground. You do it. You're fine. You're going to be fine. How does BYU feel about you boasting about 
never ah. having to write in college. <laughs> I did. It was on the uh, it was on the computer. On the the internet. Yeah, the you're computer. doing you're doing great. You're a great representative <laughs> of your school. Oh my goodness. Are we we're not going to get to these headlines. I've got one of the most important headlines <sighs> of the year. Okay. Are we finished talking about Google, a company that neither of us works for? <laughs> it affects all of us. Uh, you can probably get through one headline. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, as long as Google keeps keeps their search engine going, we'll be fine. All right, you're out of and time. No be. more headlines. Can't do any more headlines. <laughs> no, I got one. I got, got time one for one headline. One, right? Okay, yeah, one headline. Okay, uh, Top Gun Maverick release date pushed to summer 2021. We thought we were going to get it this year. The sequel to the hit 1986 film Top Gun, starring America's uh, greatest living actor Tom Cruise. Uh, it was supposed to hit theaters in December, but it's actually going to be it's actually going to now premiere July 2nd, 2021, just in time for all the Google employees to go back to work. <laughs> and you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm at peace with this. I just want them to, you know, give me the best movie, just the best movie they can. Well, look, and if I got to wait an extra six months, seven months, I'm fine. I'm I okay. was really I'm sad. I was really sad when I found out that. uh that Val Kilmer, like his voice is, you know, from uh, from the throat cancer treatments that he's had and from, you know, uh, mm-hmm. he, that his voice is not going to be the same. And, and, and I thought, oh, uh, an Iceman that's not 100% is going to be tough for me. But I know they'll yeah. work it out. I know they'll figure it out to where we can uh, enjoy this thing. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. And I got uh, – and, you know, in the rundown, though, I put that in the rundown, and then Jeremy added – Top Gun 2 pushback as is Tenant, which was going to get released outside of the U.S. first. And Jeremy, stop trying to make me talk about other things as well. This was a Top Gun Tom Cruise headline. It was another bit of movie news that we thought was going to be important to people. I didn't bring it up so I could share it with other irrelevant Hollywood (laughs) trivia. This is important news. Uh, We've got other things to talk about. When we come back, we've got more to go on the program. Pilgrim, when we return... We've got some internet quizzes that we want you to take. What type of food are you? And also, Ethan found a headline generator for you in 2020. All we need is your first and la- first initial of your of your first name, last initial of your last name, social security number, and, <laughs> and your and your address. No, we'll do it when we come back. We'll tell you what your headline is for 2020. Stay with us right here. It is a Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard. He's Alex Keery. We're just pushing through the show, having a really, really fun time. Uh, someone texted in here with their second stimulus check. They plan to get a second car, a used car, which is great, great thing to do with it. Great thing to do. Uh, Brandon checking in. He says, dang, I've been getting ready to smoke some chicken drums and tenderloins. I'm a new smoker. Totally forgot to have my nightside with me. Oh. That's how forgettable you are. Here's something, though. You want, you want, this is going to put a chill in your spine a little bit, oh, this oh, texture. So we, we've been talking Ooh. about, we've been talking about Google keeping their employees out of office right. till next yeah, yeah, July. Yeah. And, blah, 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 and you could totally do it. Right, blah, sure. Blah, blah. Save money. Mm-hmm. They said this. If you can do your job from home, some Indian guy can do it from his for half the salary. And that's startling (laughs) because it might be true for a lot of us. But, you know, that but that's been the case for some time, though. Right. This kind of globalization of the economy. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to I'm sorry. 
I was just trying to get rid of the chill going down my spine. I didn't know what to do with myself what, after that. What they're that. saying is some guy in another country can host the Nighttime Project <laughs> just as well as you can. <laughs> he'll do it He'll do it at 8 a.m. Indian time. For <laughs> a fraction. For a fraction of the Let's cost. See, they're paying you $10 an hour. He'll do it I for would, five. Listen, I would love to hear their Steve Stimulus Barn parodies, all right? Well, here's the thing. Here's jokes on them. Nightside Project is going to go away in about two seconds anyway. <laughs> I know. It's, it's this week is our last week. <laughs> oh, allegedly. Who knows? Nobody knows. Is it really? Yeah. Are we doing this again? I think we had a we had a uh, this we got a two week stay of execution. They oh. gave us just enough time. And this they is the said, second hey, week. This is the second week. Yeah, they, oh, they gave shoot. us just enough I just time. Got, I just got sad. I just got sad again. All right. They gave us just enough time to finish he, uh, healing the world of coronavirus. Right. So we got to get that look, wrapped up. Figure it out in two weeks. If you can't, if you can't cure the world of coronavirus in two weeks with the Nightside Project, then you're not worth it to us. I think we're shutting the whole thing down at yeah. that point. All right. Well, uh, here's another text that says, uh, "Did you read the one? You didn't read the one about the legal pads. Employees no. who need legal pads or pens can submit an expense report to the company and get reimbursed. That's not what it's about. I don't want to get reimbursed. I want it sent to my door with my McRib season pass." That's, is that too much to ask? No, it's not too much to ask. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're uh, starting off the next portion of the program here uh, with a couple of internet quizzes. All right? And uh, the first one right off the bat, Ethan, tell us about the one that you found. Oh, yeah. Let me pull and it I've got I've to figure this out because you told me mine earlier, but I, I, I thought, ah, mine isn't very cool. Now, what it is is it does this. It takes your first initial of your first name, your first you, the the first letter of your last name, and then the month you were born. That's right. And then you and get a headline for the next crazy thing that's going to be happening in 2020. That's right? right. We've seen such amazingly crazy and unexpected headlines. This one's going to generate it. So yours, mine was okay. yours. Uh, let's see. Your birth month is March. Yeah, A and K and March. What do we okay. got? Okay. So you could send yours in, by is, the way, send yours in, by the way, five, seven, five, zero, just first initial of first name, first initial of last name and then month. And do we'll, the month first. The first one is the month. OK, Birth do month, the month first and then your and so mine's March and A and K. So there you go. So your headline is murderous spiders steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I think that's a uh, that's the next that's the next uh, Nick Cage movie. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, mine is you want to know mine? What is it? Uh, mine is zombie elderly citizens reenact the JFK assassination. Oh, <laughs> Amber, what's your birth month? What's the give us give us a birth month here? What is it? July. Okay, July. Uh, July A and and what's the first letter of her last a, name? A and G. A and G. Right. Okay. Evil spiders right. set to rule the tri-state area. <laughs> What states are they talking about? Uh, the Utah, it, Idaho, Nevada? What are I we talking that, about? I think so. That's the Utah, only Idaho, area I know of. Utah, Idaho, Wyoming? What are we talking about? Is New Mexico involved in this? Because we no, have the four the corners. that's the four state area. Right. <laughs> so it's Idaho it's Idaho and uh, and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's good. Send yours in. All right. So mine is a mine's going to be a quiz about, what was yours? What was yours, Ethan? Uh, twenty twenty headlines. Yeah, no, but what was your? Oh, uh, mine oh, was. It was geriatric patients. It was invade. zombie zombie elderly citizens reenact the uh, the JFK assassination. assassination. Of J- yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, good for them. At least that's like a nice bit of news. It's not like people dying. Uh, all right. So, Ethan, I'm going to have you take this quiz. It's what type of food are you? Okay. okay. 
So these types of dumb quizzes, um, you know, are, are things that we. So I'm going to make you take it. All right. What were okay. you like in school? <laughs> Messy, regular, class clown, sporty, troublemaker, popular, overachiever, nerdy, or not cool? Uh, not cool. Okay. Uh, perfect. So, not cool. And this one, okay. Well, how do you spend your free time? Chilling, partying, weird, dangerous stuff, <laughs> reading, being cool, really going for it. That's inappropriate. I'm not going to read it. Pranks or sport games? <laughs> chilling. Okay, chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. Okay, pick a celebrity Miley Cyrus, Ryan Gosling, Beyonce. Jennifer Lawrence, Rihanna, or Benedict – oh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, or Drake? Uh, no. The, <laughs> that last the, row, I couldn't think of more different people. Abraham uh, Lincoln and Drake. Come no, on. No, the, uh, the actor, Ryan Gosling. The actor? All right. I love that guy. Which love that best guy. describes you? Goofy, boring, super fun – hold on, I already got it. <laughs> cool, YOLO-y. You're YOLO-y, sophisticated, mm -hmm. hot, nerdy, or ridiculous. What did you put? No, I was just uh, I was going to say boring, but that oh. was just as a joke. So what are you? I'd say you're sophisticated. All right, I'm sophisticated. Sure, why not? Pick a baby animal. Baby pig, baby duck, baby elephant, baby sloth, baby goat, baby rabbit, baby dog, baby cat, baby polar bear. Baby rabbit. <laughs> This is so stupid. I hate Baby myself. Baby bunny. I hate myself for doing this. Describe your personal style. Non-existent. How many are there? <laughs> I don't know. Non-existent, classic, stylish, minimalist, vintage, trendy, <laughs> sexy, practical, or sloppy. I think I'm practical. Okay. I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, I mean, I wear pants. I just love the word sexy. I wear a shirt. Uh, which of these is uh, worse, annoying-wise? PDA, slow internet, bad high-five, weird smells, wet socks, so hungry, awkward hug, no pink starburst in the pack, cat doesn't like me. Uh, slow internet. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for 100%. Sure. Stuck on a desert island, what do you ha who do you have? Wh who do you want with you? Sexy people? <laughs> A big help sign, full-service bar, sunscreen, dolphin army, big floppy hat, scuba gear, a good book, or a boat? It's got to be It's got to be sunscreen. <laughs> okay. You are a, you are a fair I'm so pale. Person, it wouldn't yeah. matter. If I get a boat, it wouldn't matter. I'd, I'd burn up before I've got anywhere. I, you start the boat and you burn up. I can, I can build a boat. I can't I make sunscreen. sunscreen. Okay. Uh, flawless. Okay, wait, hold on. Pick a song. Flawless Beyonce. Never heard of it. Get Back from the Beatles. Never. Oh, that one I know. Uh, sexual Healing from Marvin Gaye. <laughs> bad, bad from Michael Jackson. Uh, Give Me Shelter from the Rolling Stones. Toxic by Britney Spears. Smells like Teen Spirit. Nirvana or All Me by Drake. Give Me Shelter. Give Me Shelter. Okay. Uh, oh, Ethan, you got it. This one did kind of nail you. <laughs> You're a sandwich. You're what? good. <laughs> I thought this was your. This is what vegetable are you? <laughs> no, it's what food are you? Oh, you're a good. You're good in a wide variety of situations. Has anybody ever described you as the 
boy next door? If not, they should. You're because I literally get... <laughs> am to two different people. <laughs> I literally live next door to other people. You're easy to get along with and very versatile. Mm. Now go snuggle up between two pieces of bread. You've earned it. Well, there you thanks. go. Thanks, oh, thanks, I'm thanks. glad we did this quiz. I am too. I've I've got a couple of uh, I've got a couple of headlines to get to. Okay, Ethan's got well, headlines. Not, not headlines, but these these yeah these headlines because people have texted in. Sure. Here's one. Immortal chimpanzees mm. reenact the JFK association. So M, if yeah, your last oh, yeah. name is M, you're going to reenact. Gonna be, you're going to be reenacting the, the JFK, JFK assassination. Yeah, yeah. All right. So just heads up. Let's, <laughs> let's take the break. When we come back, we've got uh, other headlines. Plus, the new words that have come out of COVID. COVID slang that is taking over the world. Stay with us. More to go on the Nightside Project. is the Nightside Project. I may be super, but I am no hero. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. You realize, though, Alex, this is just temporary. Yeah, I still took your parking space and I'm not giving it back. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Well, I spent the break... Uh, texting people their oh, what 2020 their headlines. Oh, great! Because so, I saw a bunch come in and I went, "Oh, I, no!" I'll I knocked them out. That. I knocked it out real fast. Good job. Uh, someone texted in their they were October PW. Okay, which means microscopic robots are granted emergency wartime powers, <laughs> which <laughs> sounds <laughs> sounds like sounds scary. Uh, it sounds very scary. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Emergency uh, wartime powers. Jeez. A couple of other really good ones, I thought. Um, murderous chimpanzees take over CNN. <laughs> you kind of, I kind of wish that were the case, just so you could watch that on unfold on television. Uh, dozens of Nickelback fans reenact the JFK association uh, assassination. Which there again, <laughs> that was an M. So if your yeah, yeah, if yeah. your last name starts with an M, you're going to get a, a reenactment of the right. JFK but association. Nickelback fans is a new twist. Yeah, that that was a, that was a really group. really good twist. So right. Uh, yeah, th- but there there was there have been some really fun ones. Um, here's another one. Um, let me jump in here. Evil to evil evil teenage girls take over CNN. So that was another one that was. Uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get a few others. If you got a few other, if you got any others you want to see, you need first and last name letters. Do do month birth month and then first letter of first and last name. Right. So just That's your birth you month first yeah. and and uh, and last name first letters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Millard, you said you had some other, uh, what are they called? Headlines you wanted to get through. So just go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, we can. I was actually referring to those 2020 headlines. Oh. Doing those 2020 headlines during the break. I thought you meant you had more headlines. No, 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 no. Um, But, I mean, well, I do have more headlines. In fact, there's one that I thought was really amazing. What is it? So um, you know that uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who everyone is appreciative for his great uh, expertise and and leadership and calmness over coronavirus. We've all liked him a lot. And uh, oh, hold on a second. I got an autoplay there on the the end. (laughs) I thought Um, thought your wife burst in the room and was like, 
Finish this show up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, no, and uh, you, we all know that uh, he kicked off the 2020 Major League Baseball season by throwing the very first pitch um, right over somewhere near first base. I mean, it just went so far. It was just a disastrous sort of a first pitch. But, you know, we won't hold that against him. Here's the point, though. Tops has made a baseball card of that photo of him thrown one towards the plate. Um, the, fo- the, the, the ball is just leaving his hand. And so you really can't see how poorly he's thrown it. But uh, that baseball card of Dr. Anthony Fauci opening the 2020 Major League Baseball season is now the best-selling card in the history of Tops Now, which wow. is their collection of limited edition cards. Well, and you think about that, too. Can you believe that? The That's best-selling a... card of history. Yeah, which actually, it's kind of tough because actually the more cards you make, then the, then, then the less, like... Uh... You know, they put more out there, and it's super high-selling, and everybody gets a bunch of them. Then they're not worth as much. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because the whole yeah, thing is I, is you want you a handful of Michael Jordan rookie cards to be out there, and not very many so that yours is worth more. Yeah. So everybody everybody gets their own Dr. Fauci throwing the first pitch. So what I really need is – so I'll go, this is what we should do. I'll buy one this weekend, and then next week everyone else destroy theirs. <laughs> well, I'm just, I was saying I, – I always try to look at what toys you could buy now. Think about the toy. I don't know if this is even a thing anymore. But remember when we were kids, you bought toys. People kept them in packages, right? Mm-hmm. The Star Wars figurines, the 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 you know the My Little Ponies, the you know whatever. And now I can't imagine one toy that you could just keep sealed up that would not that or that would be worth anything. Maybe that's the point, right? I don't know. Pokemon well, is that I, a thing? I'll tell you what. I'm going to be very interested to see uh, common items like iPhones. And you know what they're going right. to eventually. Oh, fetch. like I have a, I have a, I have an iPhone one, the original iPhone. It's yeah. still in the package. Yeah, interesting. Or, or even just you know, we've all had that experience. You pull open a random drawer and there's an iPod from you know, twelve, fifteen years ago or right. whatever. Uh, you know, we've all had that thought, huh? I wonder, I wonder if this is worth something now. Uh, or not, not so much that as maybe the maybe what I'm looking for is. Oh, this old iPod is kind of neat to still have, and that's like the genesis of it, right? Remember that because remember right that, now uh, it's probably worthless, right? Remember My, that you remember that U two iPod that had like eighty gig, oh of yeah, just like it was all, black and red or something. Yes, and yeah. they put like it had all their catalog on it that it came preloaded with. Mm-hmm. See, that would be worth something, and maybe you get Bono's signature on it, man. Then you're talking about something that's worth ten million dollars. In uh, 2050, the whole at but the least only, ten million. The only problem is that ten million dollars is also minimum wage, so mm. that'll be that'll be the problem of the future. Uh, five seven five zero zero. Oh, Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, that came. Yeah, I I agree. Teddy Ruxpin, very important. The the that's the talking bear, Ethan. The robotic talking bear. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, man, I remember yeah, Teddy, yeah, Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, I wanted to bring this one up, Ethan. Apparently, during all of this, we've had a we've had COVID lingo that has popped up. I'm trying to think too because uh, the stuff that's the things that have the things that have popped up during all this. I, I, I guess we just I was walking around the building today and I, I had this thought of wow, the stuff that we've gotten used to, right? Uh, like I'm just I'm used to walking through the building now on the second floor and there's not a soul there. And it will be weird when we go back to people being here on the second floor, you know, as we walk through. But now, 
we start to look at things that have been coined recently, right? You think of something that have been words of the past, like uh, twerking was apparently a word of the year in 2016. Dad bod has popped up as well. But during 2020, I'm going to throw out some of these, and you tell me uh, what the what they are. The ma- the mask stake. A faux pas of greeting a masked person as a friend only to realize that that bald head and pair of eyes in front of you actually belong to a total stranger. Mm. It is not your friend. That's a mask stake. So there's the quarantine quaff, which I w- Ethan's got kind of this going on. What is all right, all right, Mister? You have not seen me in months. Uh, okay, let's hear about it. No, I just assume that you wake up. It. I assume you wake up and you got. Look, this is something you should be. You should feel good about this. This is a problem that belies people. Uh, this is a problem that just has that that people like you, the haired, have, and so that's a blessing for you, okay, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one says a haircut clearly administered by one's child. Or partner while quarantine, <laughs> typically oh. yielding typically yielding result that will certainly require professional repair later. The, now this isn't the, you because you hyper, go to your barber. The hyper local cut, right? I didn't do this. Any photos of the new do on social media usually garner a few polite likes, but will usually leave most observers quietly muttering, "Good lord, Bob, <laughs> what have you done with yourself?" <laughs> the social distance two step, uh, maintaining at least six feet between uh, your dance partner. While wearing a mask. Uh, Zoom tourism. The act of spending 80% of a Zoom call focused entirely on what your coworkers' rooms look like when something <laughs> is guaranteed to be more fascinating than the call itself. Zoom tourism. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, the that shel- is great. Okay, how about this one? The shelter in mom's place. The act of returning to one's childhood home because, quote, everything is going – because of everything that is going on. And while it's frequently deemed unnecessary uh, because uh, my folks really need me right now, third-party observers often note that the parents seem to be doing just fine and that the kids really don't actually need to be there that often. Now, I know a lot of people who have done that. Mm-hmm. Foggles. A pair of glasses that when worn with a mask experience extreme fogging. Foggles. Yeah. I have my sunglasses, yeah. Retail fail. A sense of intense loss and frustration. One experiences upon realizing that the grocery store is out of your longed-for food items, such as favorite brands of potato chips, uh, now being replaced by the quinoa flaxseed variety. Uh, you've had dun, this. Dun, dun. You go over to the car. It's weird, too, because you don't ever see, like, empty shelves at mm-hmm. grocery stores. We've experienced a lot of this for a lot of different reasons. The one I hate is when you go to a store and they go, and they go oh, ask associate to see, the, to see these things. And you're like, no, I don't want... I don't want this. I, it's I don't not want their to, business. Right, I don't want to ask an associate for uh, Purell. Put it out there, man. Let me fight somebody for it. Let me fight a Karen for it. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> BC, which is before COVID, also known as the good old days. <laughs> BC refers to this idyllic time in which Amer- in America's history when medical workers were the only people who knew what PPP or PPE stood for. Mm-hmm. Also, PP the PPP loans, right? Yeah. Uh, let me see here. This area, in some ways, feels like oh, it was only yesterday, but also feels like it was a hundred years ago. Somehow. So there you go. Those are your quarantine. Uh, those are your quarantine vocabulary words that we're now. Uh, that are now totally a part of our life. So we're going to come back. Awesome. After this break, what did you learn on the program? 57500 is the text number. I've got a Zen headline, too. Ethan's got a story that'll make you feel good. Yeah, man. And that's the purpose of the program. Make you finish your day happy. It's the Nightside Project. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Yeah.
Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. The final segment of the Nightside Project. What did you learn tonight? Plus, as Zen headlines, I got a great one tonight. So, text in what you learned at five seven five zero zero. Somebody said that we were talking about thing, terms that we have basically have become a part of us now. Things like PPE, right? You think about yeah. like uh, personal protection equipment. We say that now like it's a – we've never had to worry about – like N95. I would have known what an N95 mask necessarily was before this. Uh, but here we are. We're talking about – somebody. but somebody texted in. They said even just the term like social distancing, we wouldn't have known what that I – mean, we, we would have been like, what the heck is that? You know, it, is, it would sound weird. Yeah. Social distancing makes it sound like uh, – you know, somebody who's who who has like a agoraphobia or something like that. Oh, I'm socially distant because I don't want to be around people. But I don't know. It's there's a lot of there are a lot of terms that have popped up in uh, in all this that have been, uh, you know, that have just been only for the these COVID times. Yeah. So these wacky wacky times. Millard, I got that music uh, to play here, so people can tell us what they learned in the program this evening as we. Wrap up the show. And I'm going to share the Zen headline right now okay, while people ahead. are texting in. Absolutely. Zen headlines are designed to help you finish your day happy. They are just stories on the positivity spectrum. Uh-huh. You know, things that make you feel good, made you laugh, made you think. Sure. Inspired you. We just want to end it on an up note. Use the hashtag Zen headlines. You can share it with me on social media. I found this one by myself. What'd you get? What do you have? Check this out. Uh, Red Lobster, the New England-themed restaurant chain, New England-themed seafood chain. Got it. Is famous for what? Uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Well, okay, yes, but let's go with Red Lobster for right now, since it's a little more convenient to the story. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, you know, you go in there and they've got (laughs) got that. Ethan, I would dare say, hold on. In my defense, yes, I would, I would dare say, way more Cheddar Bay biscuits are consumed than actual Red Lobsters. Than actual Lobsters, oh for sure. <laughs> Listen, and don't Cheddar try Bay. to show up. Don't try to show up and act like I'm a weirdo for saying Cheddar Bay biscuits. Well, it's the only thing worth a darn at that place. Well, okay? and Cheddar Bay biscuits were also a thing on our show for a while. Because yeah, yes. you remember when we were wondering, well, where is Cheddar Bay? Is it a place can you actually visit? This is a, it's a magical place. Actual uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits. So, yes. no, I know that Cheddar Bay Biscuits have a thing on our show. Also, that I get that. But uh, I shouldn't have led you for I should have. I should have teed that no, up differently, I understand. <laughs> Listen, I'm right, okay? Just, you're right. I need no, to know right. that I'm right. Because right. Cheddar Bay Biscuits, that is what they're known for. But go it, ahead. It's, yes. it's my job. I've never it's thought, my... if somebody said, hey, dude, what do you think Red Lobster is we- most well known for? I would have never said Red Lobster. I was said, I don't know, their Cheddar Bay Biscuits or their uh, Chowder or something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, bottomless chicken, Diet chicken Cokes. Chicken wings? <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so the, when you go into the lobby, they've got the tank. they got live lobsters in there, right? Right. And you can pick one. They've got them sorted. We're using rubber bands on the claws. They, You know, they, you can kind of know, roughly know how much they'll be. And um, anyway... Uh, an Akron, or pardon me, a Red Lobster employee outside of Cleveland, okay, at a place called Cuyahoga Falls. Uh, employees were stunned to open up a new shipment of live lobsters and find one that was blue. Oh! Blue with bright orange trim. And they thought, well, for goodness sakes, man, we can't put this into our tank. 
It's a special lobster. And so what they did is they called the Akron Zoo. And they said, hey, we have this blue lobster. They named it Claude. C-L-A-W-D-E. Which apparently is uh, the restaurant's mascot. Which I did not know Red Lobster had a mascot. Uh, they're certainly not as famous for it as Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Uh, but uh, they named it Claude, called the zoo. The zoo said, you know what? Yeah, bring Claude over. And now the zoo has a brand new little little tank for Claude the Blue Lobster. And people can come and uh, look at it held permanently in captivity. Uh, anyways, life is spared, though. But permanently until he dies. Probably in a week or so because somebody forgets to clean the filter. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know how long do how long well, do waterborne I'm not insects sure. live. I'm not sure, but I will say this: that the uh, because I've I know that um, I I read something similar to this. I think it's one. In, what did you say it was? One in two hundred million, right? Oh, it's uh, one in two to three million lobsters. Oh, two are blue. to three million. Yeah, one in two, three well, minutes. It's very, cool, very rare. First time they've ever seen it. Well, well and just it's not on it's not happen. on brand either. You can't roll up and uh, it's not on brand to have a blue lobster. Well, you know what and, I mean? and depending on the sophistication of the of the uh, of the clientele, they may think there's something wrong with it. Ethan, they may look at it and say, "Let's just go ahead and say what is wrong the with the sophistication this of the average red lobster uh, goer." And by which I mean seafood sophistication, because let me tell you something, man. I was raised in Utah. I know zero things about seafood, so it's I'm talking about me, right? I, I would look at that lobster. and I would say I don't want that one. But do they? It's obviously here's the has question: the plate. Do they, Does it cook up red? It's the same. Because normally it's like brown. Hold on. Do blue I, oh boy, we got to do this. Really cook up red. Uh, even blue and yellow lobsters turn bright red when they're cooked. Oh, there you go. Uh, when the lobster shell is introduced to heat, the proteins uh, are that are bound together destroyed, so the pigment shows up in its natural state of bright red. Uh, okay. So Damn. nailed it. Nailed it. Got it. Nailed it. Anyway, this actually does happen sometimes. A Massachusetts restaurant last year found a blue lobster in its shipment and sent it to a local aquarium. And a fisherman in Maine caught a very rare candy-colored lobster. And another fisherman in the area in Maine caught a two-toned red and black lobster. That's a one in 50 million find. So. I just don't know if... uh... Oh, oh, okay. Brandon, who's addicted to eBay, is like, put it on eBay. Could you imagine? Uh, well, this one about, says, "How about we take a photo of it and make a lobster card out of it?" Uh, let me, let me. We're taking your text. What'd you learn in the program this evening? Five seven five zero zero. I'm glad to know that blue lobster's keeping his life. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, it's all, it's kind of jarbled. It says, "We rented a Mi two when it hit the dollar shelf and couldn't watch it at all." Now he wants me to see Top Gun two. No way. That's a Tom. That's a Tom Cruise hater right there. Yeah, but you know what? You can't do anything about it. There are always going to be people that are like that. <laughs> you can't. Uh, live Googling Live Googling on the radio is great, by the way. Somebody text me. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Can you wish my son Michael a happy birthday? Hey, Michael, happy birthday is something that our bosses won't allow us to say on the air. We can't do shout-outs like, Michael, we wish you a happy birthday. We hope you have an amazing birthday. You don't know how old he is. You're from the Nightside like Project. He might be like a 17-year-old. <laughs> he's like 32. He's one of these guys living at home. Well, we wish we your son, Michael. What's your biggest wrong? We can't, we can't wish your, your son, Michael, a happy 32nd birthday, but we can say good luck moving out, Michael, uh, from your parents' house. Get a, get a job. Get a job. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Five seven five zero zero is text number. Uh, Ethan, I did I did want to bring up um, a victory over the weekend to celebrate our pioneer ancestry. We of course set off fireworks, and by we I mean our amazing neighbors who had the most personal fireworks that I have ever seen fired really? off from a neighborhood. Cool. My kids think we moved in to the greatest neighborhood because all that they've had for Fourth of July and July twenty fourth. Is just absolute mayhem of fireworks. Oh, that's awesome! And it has just been. And so, kudos to our neighbors uh, who just put on the best fireworks show on the planet. And you know what they did right after? It was like an army of brooms. The whole neighborhood just got an army of brooms and just cleaned up so many cardboard pieces. I mean, the, this show lasted an hour. Even. Well, the least you could do is help clean it up. Well, half of it ended up on my roof, so that's what I'm saying. That <laughs> it ended up being a lot of cleanup because I trying to make sure our house didn't burn down. Everyone so. had everyone had their 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 hose out and a broom out. <laughs> it was amazing, and you know what we decided? It's going to be the new thing. Uh, this Pioneer, guy buys fireworks every year. He buys fireworks every year. I said next year. We're going to get the other neighbors to pitch in for a food truck. And we're going to be there for that, too. You know what? Next year, I'm going to buy a new broom. I'm going to buy a brand new broom. You clean up super fast. Clean up super fast. All right. For Ethan Miller, I'm Alex Keery. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, the Jazz got their second scrimmage win of the scrimmage preseason before the NBA uh, season fires up again. Scott Mitchell and myself are going to talk a little bit about that. Plus, all that's going on in the world of sports when it comes to COVID-19, Major League Baseball, Already having to postpone games because whole teams uh, having problems with keeping uh, the virus contained. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.